This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast. Your host, your truly Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder in life. It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So win, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kick in life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. Hey, hey, kicking lifers out there. How are you? Hopefully you're having a fantastic day. We're coming at you with episode number 56. Holy cow, can't believe it. And I've got two special guests with us today. I've got my 17-year-old best buddy, Austin. Austin, say hello. Hello, everybody. That's Austin, my son. You've heard him on the podcast before. He's a repeat offender, if you will. He's back for another go-round. Fantastic to be on here. Thank you very much. Well, awesome to have you, buddy. Thank you. Gave Austin the day off school today. We're going to have a, a dad's day. Well, a dad and son day, I guess. We're doing the podcast here, and then we're going to go get some all you can eat sushi. Yeah, yeah. Looking good, looking good. Darn yeah. right. So, and then maybe maybe do a little work in the afternoon. I don't know. I think I work probably too much. I could probably take a day off. What do you think? I think you absolutely should take a day off every once in a while. Ah, there we go. I got it from Austin there, so I'm taking the day off. Well, th- this isn't work. I love doing this. This is a podcast. That's the old thing. If you uh, find something you love to do, that you know, even if you're not getting paid for it, you do it. That means that's what your purpose is, right? If you enjoy it so much that you don't even worry about getting paid. Are you getting paid today? Yeah, you're getting sushi. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're getting. Uh, anyway, our, our second special guest, and he'll, we'll be getting him on the phone in just a little bit here, is Professor Brandon Beliso who's on just about every show with us now. Uh, he'll call in and give us a little five, ten-minute segment on uh, on life, on living your best life, on living in the moment, the purpose, and just being your overall very, very best. And, you know, Professor Beliso, if you haven't checked him out on social media channels, it's Brannon, B-R-A-N-N-O-N, Beliso, B-E-L-I-S-O. Check him out. He's got, uh, you know, all the pages, uh, Facebook, what is it, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and he's got a book out, Live, Learn, and Grow, Lessons of a Reluctant Tiger. Uh, great friend, great man. Very inspirational, and uh, he and you know I talk about Kyoshi Dave Co- Dave Kyoshi. How can I not say that some days? I'm like that, that, that. Kyoshi Dave Kovar, another one of my mentors. That's really when life started to change for me in the right direction. I mean, I was always positive and optimistic. However, I had those seeds of negativity planted for years upon years, and those weeds, if you will, of negativity were always popping and sprouting up all over the place. And man, it turned into a jungle, and it was hard to navigate and see through. And I met those guys, and I'll tell you what, they're great uh, mentors, great motivators, and just great people to be around. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, actually, we should I should mention, we should, I should. Last week, if you didn't hear last week's episode, Austin, who was on last week's episode? Benji Molina. Benji Molina. Wow. Yeah, I know. He's the older brother of who? Yadi Molina. Yeah, Yadier Molina and Jose Molina. And, and, yeah, yeah there, you there you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, Benji is an extremely inspirational, motivated guy. And my, oh my, over the last couple months, we've connected. I bet we've spoken on the phone half a dozen times or more. And just be, 
developed a pretty good friendship with him. And he talked about his, well, a little bit about his book, which is called Molina. You have to check that baby out. And then also about just growing up, uh, you know, dirt poor in Puerto Rico there, battling, struggling, and battling his way all the way to the top to be a catcher in Major League Baseball. Also two-time World Series champion and two-time Gold Glove winner and the older brother, as we said, of Jose and Yachty. Pretty good podcast last week, wasn't it, buddy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're all absolutely. good, but uh, right? Yeah. Last week was good? Oh, amazing. So this is number 56. Can you believe that? I was just about to comment on that. That's outstanding. I, I could not believe that. I, that's amazing. I did not think that was that high. You remember um, when I was first talking about doing this podcast thing and all the buildup, all the excitement, and it um, – we were supposed to record, and then something came up, and then this happened, and then the artwork wasn't done. And, you know, just like anything else, uh, you have to be patient. You have to be patient. But it finally happened, and those little bitty steps, now we're at episode number 50, 56. And before you know it, we'll be at 66, then 100, 106, and we'll just keep this baby rolling right along. And, of course, with that, each and every podcast, we have more and more subscribers and downloads. And I can't thank you enough, folks, for doing that. That means the world to me. I do everything I can to bring the best content, have the best guest. I do as much research as I can, and Austin can uh, contest to that. I'm always reading, researching, watching YouTube inspirational videos, um, uh, all the different podcasts that I listen to, and audiobooks, and uh, it's in the car. It's uh, it's been a while because uh, he's 17 now, so he doesn't ride with dad a whole lot. He rode with me today, but remember back uh, it was five or six years ago when I started listening to that one guy. What's his name? Zeke Ziegler. <laughs> Zeke Ziegler. And tell tell the folks what you would uh, you and Madeline and Emmett would say when you get in the car. Do we have to listen to uh, Zeke Ziegler again? We have Can to listen to listen Zeke Ziegler to guy. <laughs> That's what we said. That is what we said. We have to listen to Zig Ziegler guy. But all those years later, it's really kind of impacted. And that's oh, absolutely. pretty much the um, planted the right seeds, right? Planted them up. And we did everything we could to plant the right seeds to begin with. But, uh, um, you know, there was a lot of weeds in there. Needed, that garden, so to speak, needed a lot of tilling. And today's message is all about that. All about planting the right seeds, as I often talk about. But one small step and one small breath. Because I often hear people say, how can I become successful? What's the quickest path that I can take to become successful? What's the quickest thing I can do to achieve this? Now, granted, in today's world, everybody wants things yesterday, right, Austin? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, yesterday. Yes. I mean, think about it. If it takes longer than seven seconds for your phone to load up, what are you doing? I'm trying to throw it against the wall because <laughs> get a new phone. It's a new iPhone 8, right? <laughs> yeah. Dad, this phone yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, there you go. And no. <laughs> any excuse possible. It took seven seconds. This thing's a piece of junk. But no, we're we're in this world now where we get everything handed to us almost instantly. You know, at the, at our fingertips. There's no more <laughs> going to the library uh, and doing the I don't even the Dewey Index system. Uh, how about is that what's called Dewey? You don't. I have no idea. He has no <laughs> idea. Uh, Dewey Decimal System. I think that's what it was. <laughs> index <laughs> no, system. It was for indexing books. Our, our our older listenership will get it. Our younger friends like just like Austin. What the heck is that? We actually had to go to the library and go in this. I don't know, this little drawer you'd pull out, and it had all these little bitty, almost like business cards with book references on there. So you'd have to try and find that, match that number up with a book to get check out from the library. Oh, my goodness. We have Siri and the Internet. Uh, listen to this guy. You want me to smack him for you, folks? <laughs> the teenager's saying, oh, yeah, we got that. Anyway, uh, no, so, yeah, and it's right at our fingertips. All we got to do is Siri. And if she understands what you say, 
<laughs> right? <laughs> Sometimes, I don't know what I asked for the other day, and it was calling somebody. I don't even know how the number was in my phone. I'm like, no, 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 don't call that person. Gosh darn it, Siri, getting in a screaming match with my phone. Yeah, that was, you know, throw it against the wall, get an iPhone 8, right? Absolutely. Or the new X, whatever's out there, I don't know. I think I've got like a 6 or something. I probably need an update. Anyway, um, today's message, like I mentioned, is about taking those small little steps. And we talked about planting the right seeds, listening to Zig Ziglar, but anybody, everybody wants things instantaneously. Um, and, and unfortunately, it doesn't happen that way. How you achieve, it's sort of like, you've heard of the term, you've got to take the stairs. There's no elevator to success. Now, I admit, there were a lot of times when I tried to take the little shortcuts, tried to take this and that because I thought I could outsmart the system, so to speak. And there was nothing criminal and nothing corrupt. It just wasn't, you know, it, it definitely uh, breached my integrity a little bit. But what I found was every time I did that, I paid a price for it. Now, at the time, I didn't know. I thought I was really smart. But now, all these years been in business and 47 years old, the last five years have taught me it's a slow process, but the right way is the right way, and that's all there is to it. And by doing that, you have no regrets, number one. You have nothing to worry about, number two. Number three, it's a continuous motion. Once you get that ball rolling, you know, the law of inertia. What is that, Austin, the law of inertia? Once an item's in motion? It'll stay in motion. Yep. And once it, What's that? And once it comes to rest, it stays at rest. Yes. And uh, so, anyway, with those little shortcuts sometimes, there was never any inertia built up. And then, of course, it's always looking back. Yeah, that wasn't very, you know, uh, wasn't as, I don't know, I don't know if integritable is the right word, but <laughs> the right amount of integrity that I wanted. So, back to the initial question that people ask all the time, how can I achieve the quickest, quickest success? Well, there is no quick path to success. It's one step at a time. Now, here's the thing. Time is going to come and go. Now, if it doesn't come and go, then you got nothing to worry about anyway, right? <laughs> so, but let's hope we're around a few more years. So start those little actionable steps right now, today, one step at a time. Take that first step, and that leads to what? A second step. And that second step leads to what? Another step. And it's step by step by step by step, kind of getting that inertia built up, and you keep moving along. Now, what do you have to do? You have to do all the things that you know you should do, you just don't want to do. And that's kind of the... Uh, definition of self-discipline, doing the things that you know you need to do, even though you don't want to do them. Or more importantly, <laughs> doing the things that you said you're going to do far after that motivation that you set it with is gone, but you still do it anyway. And those little bitty baby steps. And of course, a journey of a thousand miles starts with what, Austin? One step. One step. That's right, buddy. One single step. And that's how it starts. Just like we talked about the podcast. This is number episode number 56. 56. Can you believe that? 56. And it started with one, and then two, and then three, and then I guess we're going to have a counting section, four, five, six, you know what I mean, all the way up. So the uh, um, Tony Robbins, and it's kind of our Matt Chat of the Week this week of the Academy, is where focus goes, energy flows. Yes, Tony Robbins talks about that a lot. And he's exactly right. And just like what we're talking about with the negativity and the kind of trying to take the shortcuts, you're focusing on those little things. Well, guess what? You're going to keep that's where the uh, um, the energy is going to flow. It's just not going to flow in the right direction. It's always hampered. Think about a, uh, oh, I don't know, a stream, and people keep throwing rocks in. Well, it keeps diverting around it, but it doesn't have that steady progression. But if it's persistent enough, it'll still continue to flow, right? Well, here's the thing. Focus your energy on positivity, and you may have to break a path. You may have to cut through. You may have to, uh, well, not may have to. You're going to get knocked down several times, keep getting your butt back up. But as long as that energy and that focus is going in the right direction, amazing things happen. 
and you keep moving forward. And the small little steps, I mean, Austin, you're a senior this year. Think about those small steps. Unbelievable, right? One, two, three. All the other seniors out there or people that have been out of school for a while or maybe our college seniors. I mean, it goes. It truly goes. So as you get out into the real world there, you okay? Got Austin sure. coughing over here. <laughs> get out in the real world there. Uh, life's tough. You know, I'm not going to lie to you and say life's easy and, oh, it's a piece of cake. I hear motivational speakers all the time that say, oh, it's so simple. It's so easy. All you got to do is this. Well, I'm an optimistic guy. I'm an extremely positive guy. I think I'm a motivational guy, but I'm not going to lie to you and say it's easy because it's not easy. It's doing those things you don't want to do, but consistently do them. It gets simpler and simpler and simpler. And maybe that's what they mean. They've uh, um, kind of planted the right seeds so to them they're not facing the battles that uh, maybe they once did or maybe the battles we're facing. But I'm a realist. Life's tough, and it's going to kick your butt. But I do know this. Where focus goes, energy flows. Focus on positivity. Okay, well, um, I'm going to get Brand, uh, Professor Brandon Beliso on the line here. And I know today he's going to talk about kind of one step and living in the present. And uh, we spoke, and I think he's going to reference um, a couple, well, fantastic quotes, as he always does. But he's going to talk a little bit about something he talked about before, about standing in the past, standing in the future, but neglecting the present. And that's the big thing I want to talk about. So, Professor Beliso, take it away, sir. Hey, Rich, it's really good to be back here on the show with you. Uh, this is Brandon Beliso. Today, I want to talk about one step. You know, there's the great Chinese proverb, a thousand mile journey begins with a single step. And if I can really stay in the present moment, and I've said it before, and I love saying this one, the present is called the present because it is truly a gift. The ability the skill set to stay right in the moment will allow you to complete a task, will allow you to stay balanced, will keep you at peace. There's another great saying, I think it's by Lao Tzu or Confucius. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing the name right, but they say, if I live in the past, then I'm depressed. If I project into the future, then I'm anxious. But I, if I can be right here in the present, then I have peace. And that's really what that one step is about. We know it's a thousand mile journey and that's overwhelming. That can be daunting, right? That can just be a lot for somebody to um, be able to embrace. So I'm very, very passionate about understanding that as long as I focus on just one simple, single step, that one step will turn into two. Two steps will turn into three and three will turn into a hundred, into a thousand and that thousand mile journey will eventually be completed. And it's that way with our own personal life. It's that way with our business. If we try to take in all of it at once, it's so overwhelming. It's so daunting. What do we simply do? Give up and quit. This is impossible. This is too hard. I can't do it. But I know I can take one single step. So what else do I do to facilitate that? Well, I think the breath is, is really, really crucial when trying to really stay in the moment. If you think when someone's hyperventilating, what do they tell them to do? Breathe. When a woman's giving birth, what do they tell them to do? Breathe, right? Breathing is so essential to being in the moment as well as, as, as feeding our life force. How's that? Well, what is it? You can go without water for seven days, food for like 40, but if you stop breathing, what? In three to four minutes, you're brain dead. So really, 
being with my breath is super important, being mindful of my breath. People say all the time, well, I breathe, I breathe all the time. But do you breathe mindfully? Do you breathe with purpose? Do you breathe with intent? And my intent is to be right here, right now, in this moment with you, with the listeners. And if you listen to my voice, and, and as you listen to this again and again, I know you can feel that I'm right here. Right now I'm with you and only you. And that's really the, the gift of the present moment that offers us. So whether it be I'm, I'm listening to my daughter when she asks me to play a game, or I'm helping my son with his homework, or I'm standing there talking to a parent uh, about their child in, in my school, or I'm presenting to hundreds of people, it makes no difference. If I'm fully present in that moment, fully engaged, I'll get everything out of the moment that I need. So it really serves the one step, one step at a time. That's all you got to do. One breath at a time. That's all you got to do. And if you can do that mindfully, if you can do that with purpose, and that purpose being what? To be a better version of yourself? That purpose being what? To give back, to serve, to make a difference? What is your purpose? And if you can live that in one breath, in one step, then completing the journey, the thousand-mile journey, completing the simple task of cleaning out a garage, completing the simple task of being mindful and sitting down with your child and playing a game of Uno, no matter what that is. I could be sitting alone having a cup of tea and to really embrace that cup of tea and fulfill myself and get the most out of that moment, I need to be present. I can't just think about downing the whole thing in one gulp. I really have to be present with that and take my time. So what is it about? One step, one breath. Hey, this is Brandon Bliso. Um, if you want to know about me, know more about me, go to brandonbliso.com. You can find me at Facebook, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, Snapchat, LinkedIn, all those good places, and YouTube. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. You'll find tons of learning videos, motivational, uh, different things that you can utilize. Cool? All right, until we talk again, you go out there and live your best life. Wow. Good stuff as always. Professor, thank you so very much for the time. Outstanding. So Austin, one step, one breath, focus on one thing at a time and you build from there. Similar to what we were just talking about, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So I had actually wrote down a uh, quote a <clears throat> earlier. I did a video blog yesterday um, at, uh, at our academy. And as you know, if you don't follow me on Facebook, please do so. Our Kick and Life page, K-I-C-K apostrophe N Life and it's the King of Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. But I talked a little bit yesterday about a quote from Buddha. It's a poster that's hanging on my wall at the home office, and I do my best to look at it several times a day because I need the reminder of what I need to be focusing on, and that is the present moment. And the quote goes like this. Do not dwell on the past. Do not dream of the future. Concentrate the mind on the present moment. And once again, do not dwell on the past. Do not dream of the future concentrate the mind on the present moment and that's from buddha and that goes hand in hand with exactly what professor blisa was talking about there one step one breath at a time but focus on the only thing we have control over and that is this moment right here right now now that doesn't mean we don't plan for the future yeah plan for it but don't live so far ahead in the future that you're neglecting what you have right here right now in front of you which i'm telling you folks i'm guilty of doing that way 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 too much uh, we talk about it at the academy all the time. I think it was our Matt chat last week. Be where your feet are, right, Austin? It was, yes, sir. And uh, are are you sometimes guilty of not being where your feet are? <laughs> yes, way too much. Way too much. Matt chat helped a lot. Okay. Well, I'm sure now you're not the only one. We all do that. To, the old saying is, when you're at work, you're thinking about being at home. 
when you're at home, you're thinking about what you should be doing at work, and you're at both places, you're you're no good to anyone because you're not totally focused on where you're at. And that gets back to our saying, where energy goes, or focus goes, energy flows. And it could be the energy goes where focus flows, maybe, twist it around a little bit. Sorry, Tony Robbins. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about there. If, you're, if your feet, if you're not where your feet are, you're really not 100%, so you're not doing as much as you could for your intended audience. You're not doing as much as you could for work because you're thinking about being at home. When you're at home, you're not doing as much as you should be as a family man with your um, spouse and kids because you're thinking about work. So be where your feet are and take that breath. I know Professor Beliso talked about that. He talks about that a lot. Just take that small breath. <sighs> Inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. Which brings up another thing I've been doing. I've got a 26. Today's my 26th consecutive day of meditation. Yeah. Everybody clap. And uh, it started off with one day, right? Because I couldn't have 26 without one and then two and then three. So I like we couldn't have our 56th episode without the preceding numbers, right? So here's the deal. I hear this all the time. I was just talking to somebody the other day and they said, oh, I'd love to do that. But what's the number one excuse? I don't have the time. Ding, ding, ding. Good job, Austin. Yes, I don't have the time, which is, by the way, the number one used excuse for absolutely everything. And I'm guilty of it, too. I'm not chastising or saying, hey, shame on you for saying that, because I I need to say shame on myself for saying it, because I say it too much. But I'm doing a better job of catching myself, because I don't want to use that as an excuse, because essentially that's all it is. If we think about the amount of time we waste on social media, yeah, we waste, hopefully our fans here don't watch the news, but if you still do, it's a waste. I'm just telling you that right now. Okay, all it does is make you angry, make you mad, get you frustrated, and you'll think about it for too long. And then you got to watch the news again to figure out if this crisis situation has been handled. And before you know it, you're wrapped up in something. You spent how many days, how many hours, how many minutes on bullcrap, and you got nothing out of it. So don't watch the news. News sucks. Yes, yes, it does. We just lost all our news sponsors. <laughs> not that we had any. <laughs> we didn't want any. No, not not, not at all. We went. <laughs> laughing here. But um, you you do have the time. And what I mean by that is, even if you just have a minute, take one minute. And I know what some of you are probably saying, yeah, well, what good is a minute going to do? Well, a minute today, a minute tomorrow, a minute the next day, a minute the next day, a minute the next day. Heck, if you go 20 min- or twenty days in a row, that's 20 minutes of meditation. Don't you think that would do the mind pretty darn good? Yeah. And here's, here's a shot for you. You guys remember how many minutes are in a day? No? No. No. 1,440. 1,440. You'll say, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this meditation thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down for 10, 15 minutes, and I'm doing this. And you do. But that 15 minutes is like, oh, my gosh. It's like you keep looking at your watch. Is it about over? Is it about done? This is taking forever. Your mind's wandering all over the place. You're thinking about everything else you should be doing. And you think, you know what, that was a good attempt, but I, I, can't, I can't do that every day. And you're, you're right. You probably can't. So start off with five minutes or less, a little bit every day, and then add to it. Sort of like what we talked about at the very beginning of the show. How many steps at a time? One step, <laughs> One step at, a at a time. One step. Kind of reminds me of an old Johnny Cash song. One piece at a time. All our old Johnny Cash fans, you remember that? 
I did it one piece at a time, and it didn't cost me a dime. Austin's looking like, what in the heck are you saying? It was an old Johnny Cash song from the, uh, I guess, from the 60s. So, yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, buddy? I was going to say, yeah, you can't start uh, just metaphorically speaking. If you want to start working out, uh, don't start running around the block, uh, uh, running around the block five times, per se, every morning, uh, waking up in the morning, 5 a.m., wake up in the morning, maybe 7 a.m., run around the block one time, do that for one week, and then wake up earlier, run around the block two times, and then slowly progress as you get, you know, you can't uh, start off too hardcore too soon. Build into it one step at a time. Is he awesome or what? Good job, Lost. So what happens if you do start off gangbusters right off the bat? Isn't the way to do it? Man, I'm doing this thing. I'm all in. I'm focused. I'm, I'm really, 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 really doing it this time. You can defeat yourself, I think. Uh, well, yeah, you can, I, I think that's a good answer. You can defeat yourself. Sure. You overdo it too much too soon, and, man, this stuff, this is terrible. This is hard. Sort of like the meditation example. You, you don't have a good experience with it, and you give it up before it even really gets uh, some traction and gets growing. And the same thing, like I mentioned about uh, – um, well, anything in life, it's got to be one small step at a time, and that one small step will add up to those thousand steps or thousand miles, whatever your journey is. Sort of like I mentioned journaling all the time, and I'm just as guilty. I'm telling you all these things, folks, and that's what the whole podcast is all about. My personal experiences of failures and battling through and these new, I would say, success formulas, but things that I've read, things that I've heard, people I've surrounded myself with that have passed on this wisdom and knowledge, I want, I'm sharing that with you. So you don't have to go through, maybe you're going through it right now, well, here's a tip on how to get better at it or to get over it, overcome those challenges so you don't have to battle through and try and figure the answers out on your own. Now, you'll have to cater the answers to fit to your lifestyle and whatever battle or struggle you're dealing with. However, here's the answer. Here's the solution. And the solution is there is no magic solution. It's small little daily disciplines, one little step at a time each and every day. All right. So yesterday on... Um, the video I filmed at the Academy, and by the way, like I said, I film at least two to three a week. I'm going to start picking those up and film a little bit more on those. So check those out. They're on the Kickin' Life Facebook page. Kind of set this one up as almost like a little joke. I started this off. Austin, I don't think you've seen it yet. It was uh, Buddha, Kyoshi Dave Kovar, and Pro- Professor Bland and Briso walk into, it's almost like, were they walking into a bar? No. They walk into a dojane. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, there oh, it is. All right. oh, oh, oh. So it all started off with Buddha's quote, you know, do not dwell in the past, do not dream of the future, concentrate the mind on the present moment. And then I kind of went with what uh, uh, Professor Bleso had said about focus on right here, right now. And he's talked about, you know, if you have one foot in the past, then you're depressed because you're thinking about, oh, man, all the good old days. Oh, boy, I did this and I wish I could do that again. Ah, You know what? That's over. Learn from that. But it's over. And if you have the other foot in the future, the other foot's in the future, you're thinking about, well, I need to do this. I need to do that. Oh, my gosh, what happens when this happens? So you live in a world of an anxiety, you know, thinking about all the what-ifs that could possibly happen. So you got one foot in the past, one foot in the future, and right here what you should be focusing on, the present, which is all we have, and it's called a present because it's truly a present present or gift. There yes. you go. Oh. That's all right, buddy. I'm, I'm throwing you. Man, you're, you're firing right back. I'm proud of you. It's truly a gift. But oftentimes, and I, I like this analogy Professor Bleso gives, oftentimes we are peeing all over that gift. It's like, what? Yeah, because we're focusing too much on the past, too much on the future, and we're just peeing.
peeing away our time that we have right now, peeing away the present, peeing away the gift of what we have right here, right now. The third factor, okay, so now we, we got our thing. We're not peeing on the present anymore. We're focusing on it. So we've got Professor Bliso and Buddha focusing on that present moment, focusing on one step, focusing on the gift that we have here, right here, right now, that one breath that's going to make things better. And now Kiyoshi Kovar comes in because right at this time, we think we've got it going good and somebody throws a bit of negativity at us. Boom, knocks us off our path. And what do we think? Oh, well, I knew that was, I don't know what I was thinking. I, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have attempted to get a new job. I shouldn't have attempted to raise my hand during that meeting. I shouldn't have spoke out, even though this person's been disrespecting me for a while. We get set back with one strike of the negative iron, if you will. So what does Kiyoshi Kovar say? Deflect negative energy, accept Except positive energy. <clears throat> yes. And that's one of his uh, nine mastery mindsets. And that's a good one, too. So it's almost like we got to go out in the world and we're going to do this thing prepared for battle with our suit of armor on to deflect the negative energy because it's out there, baby. It's everywhere. And I tell you what, the more you, well, once again, what is the quote? Where focus goes, energy flows. And if you focus on the negativity, you're going to be like a magnet drawing more of that negativity toward you. And I know some of us are saying, but I'm positive. I'm upbeat and I still get inundated with negativity. Well, you might be. And if you've had years and years and years of kind of being around ne a negative environment or negative people, there's going to be a lot of weeds that are going to continue popping up until you till that garden. So, Kiyoshi Kovar's thing, deflect negative energy, accept positive energy. Now, Austin, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Another ride hook of reality. Yes, sir. Do you remember our, uh, well, it's our because we're part of the Kovar's group now, which is so <laughs> awesome. The nine mastery mindsets? Yes, uh -oh. of course. Here's the pressure. Kiyoshi Kovar, if you're listening, I know you are. Austin, you're up. Make him proud. Uh, first of all, it's uh, great to see you, or great for you to be listening to me, Kiyoshi Kovar. Uh, I can, I will. This. Well, now he's getting all excited and nervous. That's why I put him on spot. So these are the nastery, listen to me, mastery mindsets. What's the first one? I can, I will. Right. This challenge will make me stronger. I deflect negative energy. I accept positive energy. I remain calm even in challenging situations. My word is law. I'm running my own race. I bring value to all my relationships, and I have so much to be thankful for. Boom! Boom. He shoots, he scars. <laughs> Scratch my back with a hacksaw. There we go. Thank you, Kiyoshi. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Well, there they are, folks. And uh, Kiyoshi's actually got a podcast that he just recently started up with his um, uh, Satori Alliance group, and he's going to be talking about each one of those mastery mindsets in each podcast. And the first one, I can, I will. That's just kind of a declaration to yourself. I can do this, and I will do this. That's just a choice. Now, you know, the, really the big thing, what's the difference between successful and unsuccessful people? The choice to actually do it. And also at the academy, we talk all the time, what are the only two things we evaluate the students on? Attitude and effort, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Attitude and effort. Yeah. Talent yeah. does not matter. No, talent does not matter because if you have the right attitude to commit to doing your best, and then actually the effort to actually do, do your, your best, best. Yes, sir. <laughs> you're going to be able to, uh, you're going to get better. That's all there is to it. I'm going to keep calling you. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. I, everybody, our viewer, listeners, viewers, yeah. Can you see us? We need to start doing a Facebook Live. Well, I guess I do that, you know, two or three times a week, but I just meant for our podcast friends. So anyway, um, kind of lost my thought there. That was a good ride. Hook you stumbled me. Sorry. I can, I will. This challenge will make me stronger. This challenge right this now challenge. will make me stronger. Yes. <laughs> Trying to focus on what I'm talking about.
But um, anyway, moving on, that was the video blog. I mean, it's kind of, obviously, I didn't have Austin with me yesterday, so we weren't all over the place like that. But you get the gist of it there. Who you hang around with, who you surround yourself with, you're like a magnet, you know, and uh, you would like a like a like a like attracts like. And uh, even if you're a positive, upbeat person, if you're around the wrong crowd, that crowd's going to bring you down. They truly are. And you're like, well, and I, I'm telling you this from experience because I always was pretty optimistic and positive. But a lot of the friendship groups and a lot of the people I was around, as positive as I was, it was like I was towing an anchor around. And that anchor kept getting heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier. As more people jumped on that, it was almost like, you know, they were uh, um, pulling me down. It became almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like, well, I can't help them. I don't know. I guess, okay, I guess I'll just join them. Okay, why am I trying to be different? Okay. And I, and I just beat myself up. And then, of course, I was more miserable because I didn't want to be like that in the first place. So if you're going through something like that, folks, start taking one step at a time. It's been the whole message here to get yourself out of that environment, to get yourself out of that setting to help yourself feel better and live your best kick in life. All right. So as we move forward, I've already touched on this, but I want to touch on it again. Is it easy? Is change ever easy? No, no, no it's never, ever easy. It's simple to say I'm going to do it, but that's when the, the hard work comes in. Oh, I know what I was going to say. We're circling back around now. We're talking about talent. We don't evaluate on talent. Here's a little saying. You've probably heard this before. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work. And that's kind of a, a saying that I absolutely love simply because all the, you know, fighters, scrappers out there that may be, you know, I'm not the biggest person in the world, probably a little undersized for uh, today's day and age. I'll give you a visual. Five foot seven, maybe seven and a half. Stand on my tiptoes. I might get five, eight, five, nine if I get my hair spiked up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. About a buck 85. And uh, um, I graduated high school for those that are keeping score at home, I was about five, six, maybe, soaking wet with a weighted vest on, 125 pounds. <laughs> so I, I didn't have a whole lot going, but I, I was a scrapper. I worked extremely hard. Uh, those hockey fans out there, my idol growing up was Brian Sutter. He was a blues hockey player, total blue-collar hard worker, and um, man, oh, man. So I just had a conversation the other night on Facebook. A guy was talking about uh, 40th year anniversary of Granite City Hockey is coming up soon. And we talked about some of the old days. But anyway, that's, uh, um, that's back to the hard work. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work. So always do what we always talk about, Austin. Your absolute very what? Best. And you'll become your very best. Is this guy great or what? I'm and telling you, you what. if you don't, you just won't. Ah, boom. Right and left took a reality there. So moving on. Um, Austin, so big senior year this year. Man. Yes, it is. You excited? Of course, four yeah, months. Four, four months. Four more months. Can you you believe this is the culmination of all your uh, years of school right now, right here? Four months and you're done. Uh, incredible, speechless. I don't know what the people ask me all the time how how it feels. I, I don't know how it feels. I don't know. I'm I'm speechless. I don't know how to think about it. I'm never gonna. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's it. I don't know. That's all you got is I don't know. It's weird, weird to think about. Good stuff. So remind the listeners, what are you going to do when you graduate? Because everybody's always asking, are you going to college? You're doing this? You're doing that? What are you doing? Well, uh, <clears throat> I'm not. I'm going to work. I'm very excited about um, my decision working uh, full-time for the business um, martial arts uh, under under my dad and mom. 
Um, it's going to be a ton of fun learning the ins and outs of the business, um, working as an instructor, program director, um, learning all the new behind the scene behind the scenes stuff. I, I really that I don't know half of it. Um, I, I have no idea what what they're doing at home. Uh, <laughs> half the time they're on the computer. Uh, so I, I'm really interested in learning what what the heck they're doing, and and I'm really excited to to help them out. And I I, I really can't wait. It's going to be a ton of awesome. fun. And I can't wait to keep instructing too. That's I like I enjoy doing that. Enjoying stuff. that too. And you know, folks, you heard the excitement in his voice, and that's genuine, right? Then uh, that's real. And that's, uh, that's something he wants to do. And I told him, look, buddy, if later on you decide you want to go to college, absolutely, we can go then. But right here, right now, if this is where your passion is, your interest, and you want to do this, by all means, I'll definitely pass the torch and kind of help you out. And it's kind of funny. He said, um, wondering what mom and dad do all day on the computer. Well, the truth be told, you know, we're a successful business. All we do is play around. That's all we ever do. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you say about hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work? Well, I didn't have any talent at all, so I definitely had to work hard, especially from the business point of view. And uh, I'm excited as heck about that. I'm excited also wants to continue. And we're showing more and more about the, about the business, kind of on the back end, the foundation that keeps everything afloat and keeps everything moving forward. And we're excited. We're very, very excited and excited that he uh, has that passion and desire to do it. So I'm excited that you want me to do it. There we go. <laughs> good, good, good. We're getting uh, we're about oh got a little bit of time left. We're on a, a time crunch today because we actually started the podcast a little bit late, and we've got a, another podcast coming in after us. Uh, Two birds and a bat. That's the one with uh, Jim Cromer and uh, Benji Molina. So Benji Molina's on a couple different podcasts. And as I mentioned, if you haven't checked out last week's podcast, please do so. Good, good stuff. It's incredible incredible so I, I i have to i have to say i i would say benji molina is probably better at podcasting than than i am so <laughs> listen how humble austin is good <laughs> Pro- stuff buddy. probably better at a lot of different stuff than, than I well, he's got a few years of experience on you keep working hard you'll be there right and i, I think you um, need to step up your your game too he's got two world series championships and two gold gloves he needs to teach me a few things. He just tell him. He just tell him that. Okay. I am a catcher. Yeah. Well, you're. Didn't you, last year you pitched and caught at the same time. Yes. <laughs> you can tell him that. <laughs> Get that visual, folks. What the heck? If that'll help him. That's how fast he is. Yes. He is pretty fast. All right. So last couple of things I want to touch on here, folks, <laughs> is um, planting the right seeds. And you hear me talk about this a lot, but I want you to think. I want you to do this because it was a kind of discussion I threw on my Facebook page the other day. It was, I want you to go back over the first 31 days. Now, the time you hear this, it's going to be, we're into February. But look at those first 31 days of 2018. Now, a lot of us, we set goals and we have these New Year's resolutions and we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Well, heck, we're already, you know, 30, possibly 35 days in to this new year. What's on your page? And now, why is that important? It's It's important because those are the little seeds you're planting. If you get drawn in, sucked into the media, the Facebook drama, politics, and all that negative garbage that circulates around like a cancer on Facebook and all the other social media channels, you get sucked into that before you know it, you're doing that exact same thing. And what you focus on magnifies. Where focus goes, energy flows. I've said that countless times because I truly mean it. Because I'm telling you, I'm human too. It happens. I mean, take this example. You're sitting around at, uh, and I gave the example a few weeks ago at the ice rink, 
And uh, I was talking to Emmett and then talking to somebody else. And we're just talking about, you know, how happy we were that we're there on a Wednesday. And it was, it was nice. We were able to skate. Well, a lady comes in and she was late for an appointment. So she starts talking about the traffic. Starts talking about how she's not feeling well. Starts talking about how she couldn't sleep last night. Now, those are all real examples. We all deal with those things. I mean, there's not one of us that haven't had to deal with traffic or not feeling well or oversleeping. It happens. But she started talking about this. And then what happened? This other lady dove right into her pity party and was pretty much like, oh, yeah? Well, let me tell you about my day. Oh, my gosh. Is that how it feel like that's that's everywhere. That's that's everyone's. Yes. It's too much of how everyone's conversation. As soon as one person has something to say about negativity, someone has to one up them about how horrible their life is. And it's just pointless. Like, why do you have to? Why do you have to one up me on how bad your life is? No, not not me. I don't, no, I, I, I don't mean. go. Okay. And the fans and, and I don't the, go around uh, spreading negativity. Our listeners know what uh, know what you mean, but it, it, it's like that. And I've been caught up in those conversations too. And to tell you the I truth, when I heard this going on, a part of me said, "Oh yeah," in my head. I didn't say it out loud, and I wanted to just smack myself and say, "Hey, you're better than that." <laughs> Give me the Rocky <laughs> quote. But the thought was there. But what I've done better over the years is when that weed, and that's all that thought is of negativity, is a weed. When that weed pops up in the garden. I'm Roundup, baby. Roundup <laughs> I do. Weed killer, absolutely. There we go. So I'll give that weed a right hook, a Roundup reality. No, oh, yeah. plucking that thing, killing that weed right off the bat, not letting it fester. Because once it starts, holy cow, it's a slippery slope. And for some reason, that law of inertia, even though it's really only one law of inertia, but the negative inertia, <laughs> once that baby starts flowing, it flows a heck of a lot easier than the positive for some reason. It's almost like, uh, the positive inertia to first getting that baby started is like trying to push a car uphill. Oh, my gosh. Can't quite get it going. And then, of course, if you stop, what happens? Sucker rolls back down, right? On the other side, negative inertia, if you will, it's like pushing a car downhill, a severe, I don't know, 40-degree slope. That's pretty doggone easy. And once that baby started, <laughs> you may try and stand in front and stop it. Nope, and it's not happening. So it's unfortunate, but that's true, and that's how things go, where uh, focus goes, energy flows, and unfortunately, the negative, it spreads like a wildfire, baby. Uh, think of the car example, a car rolling downhill, boom, it, it, it's, it's a freight train going, 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 trying to push that thing uphill to start to positive is tough. However, when you get that thing to the top, it doesn't mean it's going to be any simpler, but once you get it moving, it's a heck of a lot easier than it was initially to start off. Number 56. Boom. Thanks. All right, buddy. So do that for, don't do it for me. Do it for yourself. Go back through and look at your Facebook feed, your Twitter feed, and whatever other social media channels you have out there and just see what kind of post you have on your page. Now, are you going to be able to change it overnight? Well, truth be told, yes. Just start changing what you post on there. Stop or start, I guess, stop clicking on the negative. Start being careful on what you click on because the algorithms with Facebook, what you click on, it's almost like your reticular activating system. It's going to bring more of those things into focus. And somebody recently say, oh, my gosh, why are people always posting negative stuff on my page? I said, well, block them because I can't block my friends. I said, well, then delete the comments and tell them, hey, don't post that garbage on my page. I don't want that. Oh, that'll be mean. Well, they're being mean to you by filling your mind with garbage. It's almost like, think about this, Austin. If every morning you went out to your car and uh, opened up the engine block, and just threw a pound of dirt in there. 
And then the next morning, okay. another pound of dirt. And the next morning, another pound of dirt. How well is your car going to run? Probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it probably wouldn't. So same concept. I'm going to open up your brain and throw toxic waste in there every single morning. I probably how- wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, how, how well is your brain going to function? Not too darn good. <laughs> is it going to be positive? No. No. It's going to run like crap. That's what you're going to think of. Just like, I know it's a crazy example, but I think that example gives the real right hook a reality. You would not go out to your car and say, you know what? I think I'm going to throw a pound of dirt and mud in my car. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. You wouldn't do it. But yet we do it every day. Or I guess a better example, would you go out and eat a pile of crap? No. Oh, yeah, this is good. No. Then why are you putting that stuff in your brain? Well, most of us don't mean to. It's not like we intentionally do it, but we do it because we, we allow it to happen to ourselves. But once again, it's not easy. It's not a snap, flip, flip of a switch, snap of a finger, whatever analogy you like. It's not that simple to make the big change, but it is, 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 is. it is that simple to take one small step, one small step, and a journey of a 1,000 miles, once again, Austin, begins with one step. One step. One. Nine times. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller. (laughs) There we go. Good stuff, everyone. All right. So mindset, you hear me talk about that a lot. Uh, uh, And, you know, that's that's all we've got, right? Now, the truth be told, five years ago, (laughs) I don't know that I ever heard the word mindset. Now, Austin, in the last five years, you've probably heard the word mindset. Particular activating system. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) I had never heard of that thing either. The first time I heard that was a conference about five years ago, and I'm like, Reticular who? You're going to tickle me? What? Yeah, I, I was clueless. <laughs> what the heck? And uh, um, I remember writing in my notes, but I couldn't spell it. <laughs> so, And, of course, you know how it is when you take notes at a conference. They, it's all good and dandy right then and there, but then they get filed someplace, and who knows where the heck they are now. But I went to another conference, and somehow, someway, this guy said it again. I wrote, wrote it down again. I don't know if I followed up on it. But eventually, after pounding me enough, the reticular activating system did what it does. It starts bringing things into focus. And folks out there that uh, haven't listened to the show before, your reticular activating system, all that is is a filter for your mind. And what I mean by that is, here's the common example I give. If you go out and you buy a new car, and it doesn't have to be a brand new car, but it's a newer car to you, and just say it's a blue Chevy, okay? Well, suddenly, as soon as you drive your blue Chevy off the parking lot, my gosh, there's a blue Chevy, there's a blue Chevy, there's a blue Chevy, there's a, what the heck, why is everybody freaking driving my car? Everybody's now driving my car. Well, the truth is, it's not like <laughs> suddenly because you bought a blue Chevy, everybody said, hey, Austin bought a blue Chevy, I'm going to go buy a blue Chevy, I'm going to go buy a blue Chevy, and we're all going to drive around the exact same time he is, because he's that cool. He is that cool, but that's not how it works. Oh, well, thank you. How it works is, those cars have always been there. They've always been there but you've never thought about them before and you've really never seen them before because you've got so many other thoughts bouncing around in your brain. Here's another challenge for you, Austin. You've heard me talk about it, but if you remember it, I'm going to be super impressed. You always impress me anyway. Uh This is a tough one. I know. What's the average number of thoughts um, a person has in a day? Oh, my goodness. Um... And, folks, I may sound like a genius. No, I don't. I know I don't. None of the stuff I'm telling you, like how many minutes in a day and all this, I knew none of this stuff. None of it until I started reading, until I started doing research, still I st- until I started dedicating time each and every day, those little bitty steps. And we'll get back to that question in a sec. Austin, over the last five, six years, did I tell you the other day how many books I've amassed in my library, how many books I've read, and how many audiobooks? 
let, let me hear. Let us all hear it. Sir. Oh, <laughs> over two hundred and fifty. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh my. Prior to that, I don't. Yeah, thank you. Prior to that, I don't think I've read a book that was two hundred and fifty pages long. Yeah, <laughs> that's one book, folks. <laughs> it just wasn't my bag, baby. And the books and research uh, resources have always been there. I just simply chose not to. Why? I didn't have time for that kind of crap. Yep, that's what I said. I said those words. Probably said a little harsher words than that, but uh, I just didn't. But now I find the time. How do you find the time? Well, there's 24 hours in a day. 24 hours. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're the richest person in the world or a person living in, in, in poverty-stricken conditions. Everybody's gifted the same amount of time, 24 hours. So how, in that 24 hours, does one person make a million dollars a day? And somebody say, well, because they're corrupt and they're this, they're that, they're whatever. Okay, knock that off. Say somebody makes $1,000. So how does one person make $1,000 in a day and another person only makes $5 in a day? How is that possible? We all have the same amount of time. So it's what we do with that time. Find that time. And I'll back to again, 26 days of meditation. That's And I've, I've got like five, 10 minutes a day on those. But I built up. And I've been meditating or attempting to meditate for 20-something years. It won't take you that long. My ADD, ADHD, and all the other Ds I've got going on squirrel all over the place. And simply the lack of discipline to do it is what has led to the struggles. You discipline yourself to do one little step at a time. All right. So we circled around again, but back to you, Austin. And I didn't give you the answer. What's the average number of thoughts the average person has in any given day? going to say 7 billion. Well, that's a bit much. 7 million. All right, you're overshooting. That's okay. Six million. <laughs> Did I hear five, four, five three? Five million. No, it's not millions. I mean, these are thoughts in your head every 7, single day. Now you're undershooting. Between Eight. 70 and 80,000. Good job. You, you were, it you're, had a seven in it. <laughs> it did have a seven in it. You have heard something before. You're only off by a couple zeros. That's all right, buddy. There's 7.5 billion people in the world, so maybe that's where you got that billion from. But no, on average, folks, and you stop and think about that for a minute, between 70 and 80,000 thoughts. Now, if you've got a hyperactive brain like I do, it's probably, I don't know, 150,000 thoughts. But regardless, that is a ton of thoughts. You would go absolutely banana nuts, worse than you probably already do now if you have kids and sports and you're running them here, running them there. You're like, oh, going nuts. But if you if your mind stopped and focused on every single one of those 70,000 thoughts a day, and what is that? What's 70 times 7? 280,000, is that right? See my math carry the one, yeah. That'd be 280,000 thoughts a week. That's over a half a million or a quarter of a million thoughts a week. Unbelievable. You would get nothing done at all. You think your productivity is bad now. Think about if you focused on 70,000 thoughts. That's where the reticular activating system comes in. What it does is whatever you focus on, what's the uh, the saying we've been saying all podcast, where focus goes, Energy flows. Thank you, Austin. Dynamite drop in there, Monty. That broadcast school is really paying off. Thank you. <laughs> what movie is that from? Major League. Oh, Major League. He got it. Good stuff. Those at home, keeping score. Austin's he's doing a good job here. We got the Bueller line from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He just got the Major League line. He's rocking it. Good job, buddy. So, but anyway, where energy goes or where focus goes, energy flows. So that's how your reticular activating system works. It brings into focus what you're focusing on, what you're thinking about. And it gets all back to everything we've been talking about. If you're thinking about negativity, if your Facebook page is full of negativity, guess what's going to come into focus out of those 70,000 thoughts? More negativity. 
That's just how it works. You know, it sounds like some woo mystic thing. That's the power of the mind. The mind is such a powerful thing. We know that. I mean, there's so many untapped uh, resources in the mind that we never get into. But the subconscious mind is extremely powerful. And that's where the reticular activating system resides. Right then, right there. So focus on the positive. Block negative. Bring in the positive. I'm going to give you another line from a movie, see if you can get it here. Block bad, harness good. Block bad, harness good. Circular. Feeling the flow. Feeling oh, uh, doing the bull dance. Happy Gilmore. Ah, <laughs> Happy Gilmore. It was the bull dance, wasn't it? <laughs> it, was, it was the bull dance. It was, it was circular flow. I was like, golf, 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 golf. Are you golf, too good golf, for golf. your home? Go in your home. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we have totally derailed on this podcast. All right. Well, anyway, hey, thank you very much, Austin, for taking time out of your busy high school career to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me on. It's a blast. I appreciate it. Following up, uh, uh, Benji Molina, I feel I feel pretty special. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, the lineup. You know, uh, Benji batted before you did, so he's on second base, game-winning run. Come on, got a single up the middle. Or are we going to put one out? Oh, we're I, I knocking think, it out. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I think we hit a home run with this show. What do you think? I would agree. Comment your thoughts, guys. Are uh, your comments? Yeah, yeah. Keep going, buddy. They comment out. <laughs> they do comment. <laughs> uh, well, as always, folks, Austin, thank you very much, buddy. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, you being here with me. I love you, buddy. You're my best buddy. You know that. And uh, you're a great, great kid. I couldn't ask for a better son. So thank you very much. Well, I couldn't ask for a better dad. Thank you so much. I love you too. Oh, wow. That's because he's getting sushi later, but uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good. All right, folks. You know, if you've got kiddos, uh, man, I'll tell you what. They grow up fast. You know that. But every single day, tell them you love them. Talk to them. Spend that time. Your energy, uh, focus goes, energy flows. Be where your feet are. One step at a time. Enjoy the present moment. Don't live too much in the past. Don't live too much in the future. Enjoy what you have right here, right now. All right, as always, leave your comments and feedback below. I love reading the comments. Make sure you download this episode. Make sure you subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, check out our Facebook page. Every single day begins with at least two motivational, inspirational quotes and uh, pictures and posts. Share those with your friends as well because that's how we're going to continue building our tribe of positive thinkers, and that's how we're going to make our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Because people that are happier and healthier, they don't commit crimes. So it makes our society a safer place to live. And as always, seriously, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Get out there and do your best. Believe in yourself and do your best. And until we talk again, Austin, you want to close off? Uh, keep doing your best, and I promise, or get out there, keep doing your best. I promise you'll be your best. Everybody have a blessed day. Thank you so much. Aww. That's good, buddy. That's real good. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> Dynamite send off there. All right, folks. Austin wrapped it up for me. So good stuff. You get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. We can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Thanks again, Austin. Thank you again. Dad, love you. Bye. Love Bye. you too, buddy. Bye-bye.
Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.